This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Alcohol Experiment, a free 30-day challenge designed to interrupt your patterns, give you control, restore your health, and put you back in touch with the version of you who doesn't need alcohol to cope, relax, or enjoy life. More than 220,000 people have already tried The Alcohol Experiment for themselves and have seen improved sleep, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, and so much more. Join thousands in this inspiring, hopeful, and exciting program where you examine your beliefs and reconnect with the best version of you without ever feeling like you're missing out. Start today for free at alcoholexperiment.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and I am answering readers' questions. And today's question is from Jen. And I actually get this question a few times a year, I would say. And it's such an interesting one because everybody who asks me this question is like, I feel really alone in this. I feel like nobody else would even think this. And maybe actually because I only get asked it a few times a year, so many more of us are wondering this and feeling this way. And so I think this is a great question and really worth uh, doing a video on. But, but Jen says, hi, Annie. This will probably sound a bit crazy, but I'm occasionally, I miss the feeling of a mild to moderate hangover. Those negative physical and emotional sensations gave me the opportunity to take care of myself and a justification for slowing down and resting. And of course, the day after hangover, you always feel like a million bucks by comparison. Have you heard of this from ever from others? And how do I reframe this? Thanks in advance. So again, what a good question. And yes, I have heard this. And I think there's a few things at work here. I think number one, you already identified it, is this need for self-care and this need to slow down. You know, and I feel this in my, you know, busy mommy life where if I like am sick, I'm like, oh, I'm sick. That's great. That means I get to lay in bed all day <laughs> and read my books or whatever the case is. And so there's this, there's this like secret, like, ah, I have permission to take a break. And so I started noticing that myself. I was like, oh, okay. I get a little permission to take a break here, you know? And one of the things that I think we can do is work through the resistance we have and the shoulds around taking a break anyway, just for the sake of it and start to schedule those breaks into our real lives. So, you know, next Thursday, I'm just gonna not do anything till noon and I'm totally gonna do whatever I want, whether it's lay in bed and watch TV or whatever it is. The problem that, and the reason we don't do this is because we have all these shoulds. And these things are up here saying, oh, but I should be productive today, but I should get out of bed, but I shouldn't want to, you know, just take time away from the kids, but I should blah, 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 I should this, I should that. And so this isn't actually a symptom of you missing the physicality of being hungover in terms of like you feel pukey and you feel headachey and you can't see straight and you're really filled with anxiety and regret about what you said and did the day before. This is really a symptom of not feeling permission in your own life to take care of yourself. And there is work to be done there. And that is very beautiful and powerful work. And how to do that work, in my opinion, is to force it, schedule a day where you lay in bed for four hours and listen to everything that comes up for you and keep a journal by the bed, do whatever you do, watch TV, read. And every time you have that little voice in your head that says, oh, but you should be doing this. Oh, but you shouldn't be doing this. Write those things down 
and then really start to do, I recommend the ACT technique, which can be found in the book, The Alcohol Experiment. But there's lots of thought techniques about unraveling and saying, are these things true? And moving away from that place of I should to like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to allow myself to do it. And that thinking work will serve you in so many places. And then you won't have to just have a random hangover just for the sake of it. You know, the other aspect of this, and you mentioned this in your question, is that the day after your hangover, you feel like a million bucks by comparison. How do you reframe that? Again, it's the same situation of being sick, right? Like in real life, if you're sick and then you get better, you feel so much better. So you're providing that contrast. Now, I think that we can learn with our minds to appreciate really good things without having to have the contrast of something really negative. And it is again, really powerful and important work. And it's not like the easiest work, but it is work that is so worth doing because if you get to a place where you have learned how to appreciate what's really good in your life, physically, the feeling good without having to feel bad before that, wow, that's amazing. You get to live in a place of appreciation and feeling like that million bucks all the time. Like, why can't you just feel like a million bucks right now? Again, you're going to hear all the reasons in your head. Your little mind is going to say, oh, you can't feel like a million bucks for this reason or for that reason or for this reason or blah, 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 blah. And so what this is doing is this is giving you the opportunity to identify where the work is to work on your thinking. Your thoughts can end up creating your emotions, your feelings, your actions. It's such a beautiful process. What is so cool about this is that you are only experiencing this and you know, caring about it enough to email and ask this question because you are not numbing, right? And the amazing thing about not numbing and choosing to live awake is not that it's gonna be easy or effortless or that it's not gonna be full of pain. It's that all of those emotions that surface, that bubble up for us, those questions, those why this, why that, this doesn't make sense, those are all the signposts to the things that we need to work on and unravel and think about. We actually do six entire months in the path on just this work. Like the first six months is all about overcoming the, um, the thoughts around the actual behavior. So the drinking itself in the second six months is all about the inner work to undo all of these reasons that we were drinking in the first place, because you can so easily numb that voice that says, oh, you should be doing this, or you should be doing that, or you shouldn't take care of yourself, or you shouldn't enjoy this, or you shouldn't feel good today because of this reason, or you have to do this, and all that stuff, all that noise, when you can take that noise, take it out of your head, and look at it, and be like, oh, okay, what's serving me, what's useful, what's helpful, put those things back, like the whole world opens up, everything changes, it's a really, really beautiful thing, so anyway, it is, it is a typical question I get, I think like I always say that you have more wisdom inside you about you and your life than I do. So all of my words um, don't really matter until you can connect with yourself. And I think that's part of my job is helping people connect with themselves. But your question in it has the answer, right? In it, you're talking about taking care of yourself. In it, you're talking about that comparison of needing to feel negative in order to really appreciate and have gratitude for women feel really physically good. And so in it, I think it's so beautiful how you've really answered your own question. And I'm just mirroring that back to you. So thank you for such a great question, Jen. You're totally not alone. Lots of people wonder about like why they just miss that break that they would get that 
nothingness, that excuse to just lay in bed because they physically didn't feel good. And isn't it funny that we can't just take that for ourselves and we can't just own it for ourselves without having to do something destructive and how much programming has been created in our minds that you know the only way that we can really take care of ourselves is if we feel really physically awful. And wouldn't it be a cool world if we, and we could teach our children that actually we can just take care of ourselves because we're worthy and we're worthwhile. So what an incredible question. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a great day. Hi, super exciting news. So the alcohol experiment book is being released, actually got released just a few days ago with the expanded edition. What does expanded edition mean? It means that every single day throughout the book, there are deep reflective journal entries that have been added with space to write, which is so cool and so exciting. So you really make it your own. And the reason I did this is because I truly believe that the deepest wisdom you will access throughout the 30 days of the alcohol experiment comes from within you. You know more about what's best for you than anybody else in the entire world. And I know sometimes that can be hard to believe, but when you really access your own wisdom, it is so profound. So you can pick up your own copy at alcoholexperimentbook.com and check it out. It's really powerful. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.